this season, I think we focused a lot on big picture questions you want to be asking yourself, big picture mm. concepts that are maybe adjacent mm. to the LSAT. Seven Sage Podcast, for those who enjoy the, the finer things of the mind. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Seven Sage LSAT Podcast. My name is Henry Ewing, and I'm joined with my co-host, Austin Sinha. Now, today is the end of season two of the Seven Sage LSAT Podcast. Woohoo! Look at that. Happen. Time flies when you're having fun. So Does much. <laughs> oh, well, oh, when you're having fun. When you're yes, having yes, fun. Yes, that yes. is true. That I, is I really true. do when feel like this fun. season flew by. <laughs> uh, part of it is because it's a little bit shorter than last season, but part of it is just because we had a lot of what I thought were really, really good and helpful episodes. I think at the beginning of the season when we talked about what the difference would be from last season to this, uh, a lot of it came to you know, the type of content and type of information that we were sharing. So last season was a lot of introductory material, getting you used to the test, getting you comfortable with the concepts and different questions on the test. This season, I think we focused a lot on higher level, big picture questions you want to be asking yourself, big picture mm. concepts that are maybe adjacent mm. to the LSAT that can be yes. really helpful. High concept. Uh, <laughs> like, like our math episode, for example, right? Or like our economics episode. Uh, those aren't things that are fundamental to the LSAT, but I think on a higher level are really helpful concepts to understand. Seven Sage Podcast. For those who enjoy the, the finer things of the mind. <laughs> if Make you a will. career out of slogans. Sure. Yes. But I, I think it's been a really good episode. We've gotten a lot of really <laughs> awesome feedback or a good season. We've gotten a lot of really awesome feedback about the season. And I wanted to take today for our last episode of the season... Uh, to kind of recap, we did the same thing last time, and I, I think it'd be fun to do it again and just talk about the different episodes and what we liked, what we thought were helpful, the most memorable moments of the season. So, Henry, ready to get started? Yeah, why not? Season two, episode one, how to prepare for the LSAT. How do you prepare for the LSAT? It's been a while <laughs> since we've taken the LSAT. I don't, I don't remember. What do you mean you don't remember? You don't remember the most <laughs> traumatic months of your life studying for the LSAT? No. I don't know if they were traumatic. They, they, were, they were filled with glory. <laughs> It was a righteous war. Whenever you talk about your, yeah, <laughs> whenever you talk about your own LSAT journey, it's very violent. Like you're, yes. <laughs> there's a lot of like talking to yourself in the mirror and hyping yourself up. And you know, we had like a whole bit on the podcast about something about murdering goats was like a whole thing that you used. Yeah. You have a very I, I, violent attitude towards this test. Yeah. I, it was so, remember when the, <laughs> like they're like, men think about the Roman empire like three times a day. <laughs> yes. It's like, that's amateur hour. <laughs> I'll be Three honest, times an hour, I least. saw that, that bit kind of going around, I thought of you. Like, you're the first person I thought I was like, Henry probably thinks about the Roman Empire a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, maybe, definitely a little too much, I'd say. Goodness. Um, but no, I, the How to Prepare for the LSAT episode, uh, we did something very similar last episode. I think it was called Let's Get Started or How to Get Started or something. Or we did mm -hmm. something similar last season. And I think the biggest difference about this season's episode and last season's is we kind of stepped away from, okay, you just yesterday decided you're going to start studying for the LSAT. Now what? And we moved more so into you've been studying. How do I adapt my plan? How do I adjust my plan? How do I make sure that I'm staying on track over the course of my entire studying? And I, I think that episode alongside with episode four to, to retake or not to retake. <laughs> Our titles are so <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, to retake or not to retake gives anyone who's listening a lot of what I think are really helpful questions to be asking yourself while you're studying. So how should you be reguiding your studying? How should you be 
refocusing or adapting your plan based on what your performance has been on the real thing or on prep tests as you go making sure you have a really specific goal every time you go to take a practice test that's something we've Mm -hmm. emphasized a ton this season to never just take a test for the sake of taking it really making sure your your studying is guided by some kind of objective same with drills too right like trying to work on a single thing Uh, taking deciding all right i'm going to work on conclusion identification i'm going to work on conditional translations and just like giving yourself permission let's say you take a a section and you think i'm just going to work on translations okay i i messed up that's fine did you mess up the conditional translations Uh, that's what you were focusing on and just getting used to that so yeah i I think that was um an important aspect that that it's still going to be relevant no matter what Uh, Mm -hmm. not just on the LSAT by the way in in general (laughs) would you look at that this is actually a self-help podcast so I I think episodes one and four are really good to listen to together to just again remind yourself of what questions you should be asking as you're studying something else we talked about a lot on episode three specifically was about timing yeah timing is this huge vague concept that everybody struggles with Mm -hmm. and I think it feels frustrating to get advice that is akin to be faster and just don't, you know, if you're struggling with timing, just don't struggle with timing uh, or just practice more. I don't think that's really helpful, but I I really like the advice that we gave on episode three, how to answer questions, how to skip questions, you know, how to maybe do the section backwards or, you know, when to move on from certain parts of the test or what questions you should do on your first attempt or your second attempt and just really giving what I thought were tangible pieces of advice to to move a little bit quicker other yeah. than move quicker. Yeah, uh, yeah. What do you remember from that episode? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the big takeaways that when it comes to timing is just to make sure you're spending, quote unquote, the appropriate amount of time for the appropriate level question. I know that sounds annoying, but uh, making sure that, hey, look, your easy questions, you're spending less time on the easy questions, more time on the harder questions. Uh, naturally, you're not going to know what is an easy question. Well, you may, I have, might have an idea. You're not going to be entirely sure what an easy question is or what a hard question is. That's okay. The easy questions tend to be in the beginning of the section. And so knowing that you're going to be spending uh, comparatively less time on the front end than you are going to be on the back end. So things like the 15 and 15 drill, very good for t- uh, do- doing that, testing that. Um, things like spending more time on the passage for RC. Uh, devoting and same with LG too, right? Investing time up front so you save time down the line. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like the opposite of LR, where you're. T- it really is though, right? RC, LG, you spend more time up front, less time on the questions. Uh, LR, you spend less time up front, more time on the harder questions, things like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Now the next episode I wanted to talk about was the one that we did with Jacob from over at admissions. I really mm-hmm. loved that episode. I, I thought I honestly learned a lot just yeah. asking Jacob questions and learning about the admissions process and just understanding really kind of what role the LSAT plays in this much yeah. bigger picture of law school admissions. Mm. Uh, what kind of stood out to you from that conversation with Jacob? Yeah. I mean, one, Jacob, great guy. He should host a podcast. Um, <laughs> I wonder if he does. Yeah, do, yeah. do you think he might? I don't know. I, what would that podcast be called? If, if Maybe like how to get into law school or mm. or something along those lines available yeah. wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. What a terrible part of, plug. Part of the, the Seven Stage Podcast Network, right? <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I liked that he, he, he talked about was how admission, because he was an admissions officer, how mm. admissions looks at things. And it's nice hearing that information 
from someone who was actually in admissions mm-hmm. than from someone on r slash law school admissions yeah not yeah, not yeah, that yeah, i'm yeah. Not, not dunking on reddit i love reddit i'm a reddit addict but you know it, that was that was definitely it was good to get some of that insight um just things about when you should apply to law school and it's, I, I, the one thing that i took away from that is like try to get it in before thanksgiving obviously mm-hmm. it's not it's not the end of the world if you don't but before thanksgiving it would count as like early you could say mm-hmm. um when certain tests are maybe too late if you should retake, if you should cancel your score, mm-hmm. right? a, a single cancel score might not be so bad. If you repeat cancel scores, it's, uh, it's a, a little, little bit suspicious. Bit fishier, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess, you know, one of the things that was nice is like a, a single thing never seemed to be too detrimental, but it's mm-hmm. more of like the pattern uh, was one of the things that I took away, right? Whether yeah. it's uh, you're canceling scores or y- you retake, um, those are where the admissions officer seems to be, I don't know, their their little ears go up, perk up, up, if you will. No, Mm. I I completely agree. And I think also when we're taking the LSAT and we're studying for the LSAT, I think it can be really easy to lose sight of the big picture and like what, you know, it's a a large proportion of your application, but it's not the only portion of your application. Yeah. And I, I think Jacob did a really good job kind of breaking down what law schools are considering, what other parts of your application can be important. And that, you know, a year here and there, it's not going to make that much of a, a difference, right? Yeah. Uh, if you want to wait a little bit, that's that's okay. And, and you'll be fine. I think that was also going back to episode four, to retake or not to retake, kind of the biggest takeaway from what I remember our conversation being is just give yourself the time that you need to put forth the best application possible. The yeah. other thing that I remember taking away from our conversation with Jacob was how law school's we'll look at an applicant to see, you know, not just are they going to be a really great lawyer, but are they going to be a good fit for my school? And do mm. they have a compelling reason to come to my school? And I think that, you know, even when we're applying to law school, we can just feel like, oh, we're applying to law schools generally. But I really kind of walked away from it, understanding the importance of making sure your application is tailored to each school that you're applying to, that you really understand why you're applying to each school that you want to go to. You know, rank and stuff is not the only consideration or, or should not be the only consideration so yeah you know, i learned i learned a lot uh, one of the things too that i guess the more i'm remembering this episode too that i re- that i really liked is he kind of went into there was a lot of uh, you know the lore right of like oh they <laughs> the decided GRE to do the and gre everything. and then they yeah, decided yeah, not yeah. to do the gre and then you know all these people there was a big debate and i'm like i don't even know any of that <laughs> yeah do yeah, i need yeah, to yeah. know no it was, it, but it was an interesting listen go check it out guys um <laughs> go check no, it out. I, yeah. I totally agree. I really like that episode. Now something else that we tackled this season was dun dun dun. The big change. The big change. Mm, <laughs> I yeah. remember it like it was yesterday, October eighteenth. Three days before my birthday. Wow. The LSAC decided to take away logic games. It felt a little personal, if I'm being honest. Really? It did. Interesting. Come on, three days before my birthday? You're gonna they drop were definitely, the think, they were definitely thinking of you. They were thinking yeah. of me. If you're yeah. listening, I'll say, see, I want my birthday weekend back. Let's talk about that a little bit. We have a couple of different episodes on there on the on the season. We have one interview that we did with JY about the change, mm-hmm. which was a super fun conversation. It's the second time yeah. that we've had JY on the podcast. Uh, and we learned a lot, not only about the change and, and what it means 
from his perspective, someone who's just been in the LSAT world for a very long time, but then also from Seven Sage's perspective. What are we doing to address it? You know, how are we going to make sure that our platform is still a really good way to practice for even the new version of the test? Uh, What do you remember from that conversation with JY? Yeah, one of the things I really, that was definitely one of my favorite episodes because we were able to get into like a little bit more content about Mm -hmm. the test um, and discussing the prediction right now that we're going to be maybe moving more towards more formal logic LR questions. A few more formal logic. Oh my God, I totally forgot that we type questions. fully did LR questions on that episode. Yeah. 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 It, that was definitely uh, great and, and informative. Uh, of course, it's just a prediction. And as we all know, you know, predictions <laughs> sometimes don't pan out. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely check that out. If you're looking to maybe catch a glimpse into how at least seven stage, we anticipate uh, the LR section to change. I would definitely check that out. So that that was a lot of fun. I definitely like uh, I like it when we get the opportunity to take a look at LR questions. We also talked about uh, like, hey, how are you going to structure your study plan? Should you take in July? Should you take in August? Probably mm-hmm. take in August. Right? There's not even a July test. I meant I meant to say June. Um, I didn't even catch that. Pro- yeah, probably August. Uh, definitely don't take in July. Something probably went wrong <laughs> if you're taking in, in July. Uh, also, don't take June if it's going to be your first take was my oh, yeah. my Defin- biggest takeaway from that not. episode oh, yeah God. yeah why why would you take you yeah that's that would that'd be crazy um <laughs> be insane unless you feel really really confident i mean but, yeah hey. like if you're like i've been studying really hard i have gotten a 180 on the last 20 pts that i took june is gonna be it for me sure maybe yeah. we see a lot of first-time test takers in june or a couple uh but yeah generally the advice is if you haven't started studying yet probably best to lean towards august depending on what your diagnostic score is you know if you take a diagnostic and logic games is your worst section which i feel like for most people is what it ends up being uh yeah give it till Mm -hmm. august but if you for some reason take a diagnostic you get a minus zero on logic games and you lose all your points on everything else maybe let's push forward for april and june maybe that's the plan oh yeah no for sure we had a second episode on the feed for season two about the change, which is a webinar that I did with our head of service uh, and partner here at Seven Sage, Scott. Uh, we did a webinar together. There are, you know, we gave some information, a lot of similar information to what we talked about with JY, but we also took a lot of questions from the audience. So people asking, you know, this is my specific situation. Here's where I'm at in my studying process. When should I take the test? Or how should I study, you know, with the test date that I have planned? And so if you listen to that episode you know you'll get the information and the things that we've released about the change but you'll also get you know the perspective of specific students specific situations and if your situation lines up with one of them what scott and i's response will be that was a really fun webinar to do it was you know right around the time that the change had just been released and you know everything that was going on and if you're thinking about it take an august or just want to learn more about the change that's another good episode to listen to now the last kind of chunk of episodes that we have on the feed are uh, some, like I mentioned earlier, you know, conceptual things that are not specifically LSAT, but still helpful to understand, uh, yeah. to know about the LSAT or if you want to succeed on the LSAT. So we got yeah. LSAT math causation and then claims about claims. Talk to me about those. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Um, uh, claims about claims was about the distinction, the distinction, excuse me, between normative claims, descriptive claims, th- how things ought to be versus how things actually are. Uh, very Can you useful. give me like a spark notes definition of those two things? two terms oh well i thought that was the spark totes definition oh, how things ought to be versus order, how things yeah. actually are but yeah i'll give you i'll give you a normative claim right now asta should have listened um i was <laughs> okay 
Carry and then on. I'll give you a descriptive claim. Asta didn't listen, right? The distinction between those two, right? Should is about how you ought to have behaved. Um, uh, Asta didn't listen. It's about what actually happened. And the reason why it's important to understand the distinction between those two is that uh, you can't get a normative claim from a purely descriptive argument. Facts will never never inform uh, like Just because judgments. I didn't listen doesn't mean that I should have. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn. Very nice. Yeah, exactly. This is a perfect thank, example. Thank Just you. because I didn't listen doesn't mean I should have listened. It's, it's entirely true. Uh, <laughs> until you insert like a principle or a rule that says like, if you don't listen, then you should listen. Something like that. Sure. Um, or you, then you should have listened. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So that was a uh, normative claims. Where, and I would actually highly recommend checking that episode out, mostly because when it comes to sufficient assumption and PSAR questions, mm-hmm. uh, knowing that distinction can help you eliminate a ton of answer choices very quickly. There's a lot of five star sufficient assumption questions where if you can pick out that there's a normative claim in the conclusion and a descriptive claim in the premises or the premises are only descriptive. Mm-hmm. You can just hunt for an answer to us that says, like, should or ought. Our causation episode was quite good, actually. I think it described why causation is very tricky to to track down, um, how the state of affairs might seem to reflect some sort of causal explanation, but it might not, not actually. Uh, yeah. In the case of the lice example, um, like, historically, people noticed that healthy people had lice. And so they assumed that somehow the lice was causing people to be healthy for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was actually the flip. It, it was because people were healthy, they had the optimum scalp temperature, if you no, will. No, it was, it was that their yes, body was that. temperature wasn't conducive to lice. It was. It was. Or healthy was conducive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was conducive, was conducive to, lice. to lice. Whereas ill people had a, 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 an unoptimal body mm-hmm. temperature from, for lice. Was Here that the episode that... We did the the clip of the the congressman congressmen speaking to each other about pollution in the ocean. Or no, that was that was LSAT math, I believe. That was LSAT right? math. That, that was okay. an LSAT math. I really like that episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was just an example of, of, of ba- a bad argument where uh, the congressman uh, inaccurately, uh, or um, I guess we could say inaccurately, used a statistic to prove a certain claim um, when that statistic didn't really reflect anything about that claim I, b- I believe it was uh the likelihood of america's, of, of, trash. Yeah, of america's trash entering the ocean i right? say mm-hmm. that it, it's incredibly unlikely that america's trash enters the ocean why because a lot of the ocean is not america's trash uh and that, that's a fallacious argument because it could be the case that a hundred percent of america's trash enters the ocean and still makes up a very small percentage of the trash in the ocean um, yeah. And so we discussed how, how uh, percentages are very tricky, what you're allowed to use them for. Mm-hmm. Pretty good episode, I think. Uh, I it mean, definitely I comes... honestly think LSAT math was probably one of my my favorite episodes of the season. Really? Mostly because it's a problem that I hear students talking about all the time. Of like, anytime there's an LR question with numbers, like I get all tripped up, or how can I practice questions that have numbers in them, or anytime I see a percentage I just freak out a little bit and I think we did a really great job in that episode of breaking down what you actually need to understand about numbers and proportions and math and whatever else because it's not very much right but if you know what you need to know it's a lot easier to go into those types of questions with confidence and not have a meltdown anytime you see a number in an LR question because I know I felt that way when I was studying for the test and a lot of the students I've worked with have felt that way so 
Yeah. If you also feel that way, I think episode eight is a really good one to listen to. Yeah. Mm. Oh. So then I think that's it. That's the list of episodes. Yeah. That, that's the episodes. That's okay, all she so wrote. Pause. <laughs> I kind of like that's all she wrote. That's funny. So that brings us to the end of season two. Thanks for listening. I do want to give a shout out to anybody who had the Seven Sage LSAT podcast show up in their Spotify wrapped this year. Oh, yeah. uh, Spotify wrapped came out today, the day that we're recording this. And I had uh, somebody that I know send me a, a text message of her Spotify wrapped. And she was in the top 7% of listeners for the Seven Sage LSAT podcast. So congratulations. And if you are also a top listener, send us an email and I would be thrilled to send you a pair of Seven Sage socks. I would, I would love to be able to do that if the Seven Sage LSAT podcast is on your Spotify wrapped. Because I think that is just the funniest thing ever. I adore that. Yeah. The, the fabled Seven Sage socks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> People can't get enough of the Seven Sage socks. They're wonderful. I don't, I don't even have a pair of Seven Sage socks. What that do you crazy? mean you don't have a pair? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't Nobody have Nobody ever sent you a pair? No. Wow. I, they, they don't like me here, you know? I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> we'll, get you, we'll get you some socks. Don't worry. With that, that brings us to the end of this recap, which brings us to the end of this episode, which brings us to the end of this season. season. We'll see y'all again next time. Happy studying, next everyone. Season. Peace, guys.